Hello, lovers. I'm your host, Briz Taylor, and I'd like to welcome you all to my podcast, Seeking Sovereignty, a show where we chalk it up with folks about their journeys and practices of being spiritually sovereign. If it's one thing I know, it's that I know nothing at all. Join me as I leave no stone unturned, uncovering all the darkness that brings us to the light in my journey to finding my own soul family. Today we have our first collaborator and co-creator slash co-host, Evelyn Dominguez, on the show. I can't wait for her to share her light and perspective with you all. Seriously, she's the greatest. I hope you all enjoy today's episode of Seeking Sovereignty, featuring Stephanie Soul. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Seeking Sovereignty. I am today's co-host, Evelyn Dominguez, and today I have a very special, beautiful guest, a talented singer and songwriter by the name of Stephanie Soul. Thank you for having me, Evelyn. Super excited. I'm excited to have you. You are such a beautiful inspiration and light in this town, so I just want to thank you and honor you, and I'm just so excited that you're my first guest in this podcast, in this endeavor. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you for having me. I've watched you grow from doing promoting events to doing art and then now doing podcasts. So I'm super excited to support your journey and I'm excited to be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you. So let's start off just, I want people to really get to know you in a different light. So if you can define yourself in three words, what would they be and why? I'm sarcastic kind and a witty um kind ties in with caring because once you're kind of someone that means you care about them sarcastic means i have a little bit of humor that's sarcastic not really necessarily rude or anything like that but i'm just super uh, i say what's on my mind and my comebacks happen to be some of the best (laughs) so all those pretty much i think summarize what my personality is and what got you to start, you know, creating songs and writing and being in the music scene? I think more what got me into like writing and being a creative is understanding who I was and my purpose as far as like what I owe to myself. Because being a child, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of light that was shining on me. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of dim. A lot of great times, a lot of dark times, and now that I'm growing and I'm evolving and I'm moving with the time and space, I think it allows me to be more of myself, and I'm allowed to go into depth what I am and learn from the things that I've been through, but also understand that those things happen, I guess, for a reason, as bad as that sounds, because there's bad shit that happened to me, but art to understand so like doing art is understanding not only understanding who i am but everybody to understand who i am yes and i think that's a a beautiful outlet that you chose to be able to to continue to go and and create i feel like creating is such a medicinal um, part of life it helps us yeah find ways to keep our light lit um so i totally can feel you on that thank you Um, what are things that you do that fill your cup and do you feel like you could utilize more things to fill your cup? Throwing events, seeing people smile when they're put on stage and somebody gives them that chance. Yeah. I think that's what fills my cup the most is being able to be that that bridge to 
you and realizing that this is something you want to do forever. Yeah. That's one of my biggest things. Like, I've booked so many artists over the years, and not just being a singer-songwriter, but also booking artists, it's shown me a lot of, I don't know, like, there's this, there's a sense when somebody's smiling about them being on stage and them thanking me and being like, hey, thank you so much. And not necessarily, like, me feeling like this God, but me feeling like this helper. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of artists don't really get that. So it's good to be that vessel to, or that person to be, like, inspired or, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, being inspired and stuff like that. So that's pretty much what fills my cup is everybody else's smile. That's awesome. Thank and you. You really do be putting people on. Like, you, <laughs> you definitely know how to put people out of the comfort zone and letting oh, yeah. their art Oh yeah, you know, and that's that's intimidating. <laughs> and the reason why I say oh yeah is because I remember one time it was me Naomi. Shout out to Naomi, by the hey. way. Um, <laughs> me and Naomi, we were at karaoke. It was my good friend Jess as well, and uh, I said let's do karaoke. She said uh. I said yeah, we're doing karaoke. <laughs> I said we're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. And she sang it. Uh, I believe it was a Giveon song. I may be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Naomi. But um, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, shout out to her for really really like grabbing it and being like you know what yes i'm gonna do this and i know she's done karaoke before but sometimes like she's like eh, you know yeah. and that's okay that's okay to be that way but i always like i want to hear you sing you know yeah so uh shout out to naomi yeah that's pretty much getting out of like your your zone and because i remember when i was forced to feel uncomfortable yeah. and that time i was doing a lot of people don't know this but i won a contest this is what's kind of sparked everything stephanie soul is I did a contest. I got a I got a Facebook message from my friend Felipe. Shout out to Felipe. Um, I got a I got a message from him on Facebook, and he sent me this link that was happening at my cinemas, and my cinemas had this debut movie, and they were doing promo for it. So they asked the cinemas to look for local talent um, to go ahead and coincide with the movie that they were promoting at the time. Oh, that's cool. So. It was 95.3. It was Mary, and it was Snacks on yeah, the radio. I love <laughs> and, that. Hey, Mary G. Hey. It was the least now, but, you know, hey. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we, I ended up signing up the last day, turning my music video or whatever I had at the time. I turned it in, and um, they ended up calling me and they said, hey, you're one of the three finalists. And I said, wow. oh, shit, like, okay, cool, yeah. right? So I go. And I sing a cover of Amy Winehouse, Love is Blind. And um, that was the time I started taking musical lessons from Marlon Mackey. Shout out to Marlon Mackey, by the way. Yeah, um, you but, did our first episode. Yeah, yeah. see, it's awesome. That man is everywhere <laughs> as well. But So I I was taking vocal lessons with him very maturely. or um, So very in, in the, in the like a fetus type mm-hmm. time. And I was up against two really good artists. I, I don't... I hope they're still doing music, but I was up against two really good artists, and they sang originals on their guitar. Mm. And I sang a backing track. I sang Love is a Losing Game by Amy Winehouse. Um, I ended up winning. (laughs) Pretty much, like, sparked the whole thing. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was crazy. And then full circle moment for the guy who... I'm sorry, but you lost (laughs) to myself. But we ended up... He ended up playing bass for me later on in a band. 
That's awesome. Yeah. He yeah. told me too. He was like, I'm so freaking mad that I lost. So I was like, ah. He's like, oh, but. Okay. No, but he was like, I'm super excited that we're here together now. Yeah. So it was it was like a full circle moment for the both of us. For sure. I love when that happens. Like, I love when full circles, especially in the town, there's enough. There's enough talent, there's a love, there's enough abundance and success um, for everybody, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, there's definitely enough success and opportunity for artists here. And I, and that's, it. as long as um, we're not being gatekeepers. Yeah. And we're looking to help others. And so that's why, like, Dream Pig Mihat means a lot to me, too, by the way. Like, yeah, it just, it talk really to just... us about Dream Pig Mihat. <laughs> Let them know what it is, what inspired it, and uh, Dream Big Miha is an event that's dedicated to women. Um, it's dedicated to highlighting women in arts, music, and business. Um, and I consider business as an art form because you're having to use your brain, you're having to come up with new ideas, you're having to source out whatever, but you're having to go to your drawing board and create this vision board. Even if it's not physical, yeah. you still have to create a vision that you want, right? To drive whatever you're doing. So. You know, the vendors are women-driven. The performers are women-driven. The artists on display are women-driven. So everything is women-fronted. And I love it because this event is made to inspire young girls and everybody else within the age group. Or it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much our goal at Dream Big Now is being able to inspire, connect, encourage, uplift, and unite. What would you feel like, say, 10-year-old you walked into Dream Big Miha, you know, and how would you feel at that age showing up to your own event and like what, what do you think that would do for your life in going into something like that? It would definitely inspire me and it would make me see that art on another level, I'm capable of doing it. Yes. Because you have so many different personalities and so many different walks of women and if they can do it, I can do it too. So that gives me a sense of hope and, and yeah. faith and encouragement and being able to drive that really that vision. My daughter is twelve. <laughs> Shout out to my baby girl. But she's twelve and she uh she really wants to get into the makeup industry and cosmetics. Like she had told me she created a whole lipstick line on Instagram and wow. having a whole like goal and a whole set, like it's amazing. So shout out to my daughter, and that's, that's what that's that's what I'm aiming for with Dream Big Miha. It's not just for my intake, but it's for everybody else's intake, yes. where women and men can be inspired. Yes, so. for sure. I I definitely love that, and yeah, you know, I feel like there's there's just an inspiration when when women unite. Also, our men. I feel like when men get inspired. Men can definitely get inspired by women. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So it's nice to create a safe space for people to connect. Community is such a big thing for me. So, you know, I definitely see community in Dream Big Miha. And just be able to, again, create a safe space for people to express, be themselves. I feel like an art is such a creative way for people to authentically connect to themselves. Can you imagine? Where it's like vulnerable. Being vulnerable is such an uncomfortable thing. And I feel like the arts is such a beautiful way to be able to to connect to that yeah exactly well said yeah and you also listen to a lot of conscious like music um which i love because i love you know i try to be very attentive to what i listen to i mean i still love my my ratchet shit you know but also you know (laughs) 
Rise your shit go. So I mean, it's like it's like feel good. Like you know, like the conscious stuff. Like you can sit back in your room and and get inspired and write poetry off of right. But then you have your good times that you want to you know just exactly. wild out. Exactly. You know? It's your preference. It's you who you are. Yes. So. And sometimes you know we don't have to take life so serious. You know, mm-hmm. like yes, it's there's times and places for things, but also like. We never know when it's you know time to to go, so it's it's good to just embrace the moment. Do you feel like conscious hip hop and music has a connection with spirituality in a way that I mean, in order for you to think conscious thoughts and have these raps and these flows, you kind of have to connect in a deeper level within yourself to you know get these these hooks and these bars. Yes, I do to an extent, like. I feel like more of the conscious rap comes from experience. Mm. So you definitely have like some type of experience in what you've written on or yeah. some type of story that you that really, really influenced you. Being conscious is in, in rap is, um, I believe it's more of a teaching. Love it. And a lot of people may disagree and that's fine. You know, we're yeah. all individuals. But I feel like conscious rap, yeah, you have to, they, it's written based off what's on your heart and what you've experienced in your, in your time. And yeah, that's, that's dope. And I can definitely see that perspective. So what is the most recent improvement that you made within yourself that you are most proud of? I think not reacting so quick. Like when I was growing up in middle school and high school, I would always react with violence and anger mm-hmm. and bashful and revenge and yeah. just really ugly and messy but now I'm like more and you know like there's times I'm not gonna say like I like there's not times where it's been messy for me but I think I'm more in a realm where I said to myself I'm not trying to fight like I'm not trying to be in that drama and yeah. stuff like that and that was when I turned like 18, 19, where mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not trying to fight. I'm not trying to go out to fight or I didn't go to clubs, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. So I think that's probably what I'm most proud of is being able to contain my anger at a certain level. Yeah. Um, it's not fully contained as a lot, of, you know, like we get angry, we get For mad. Sure. I mean- but I'm really, really proud of that I'm not like such a huge fighter, like, there's a one there's a story that I'll say and it's I'll keep it simple but there's a girl who used to be my really good friend we actually call each other best friends and it was in my my mid 20s so she had made choices to speak to whoever else besides making a choice to speak to me and she was telling my business and stuff like that and you know what I said to her I just said you know what God bless you I hope you will in the future I really do hope you do continue your poetry and just wished her well and at that point I knew that I wasn't this I wasn't my 16 year old self anymore I wasn't 15 trying to fight because some girl wasn't was like you know behind my back I just pretty much took it as okay that's fine yeah to yourself out so that's (laughs) pretty proud of yeah honestly and it's funny too like I've I've done a lot of like inner work so whenever something happens and I see myself completely having like a different reaction I'm like all right clean up pat on the back Mm -hmm. do you feel like we live in a society where they they teach us more to bottle, bottle our emotions and suppress it more than finding ways to productively utilize that energy in a more beneficial way 
At a certain extent, yes, because uh, social media, social media plays a big role in perfection. Uh, social media plays a big role in not only in perfection, but also in comparison and levels and statuses and success. Yeah. Everybody gauges their, their ways off that. So, for instance, if I've never posted I had an issue or I was on a down day, you would think I've had the loveliest days of my goddamn life. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. So I feel like social media is a pressure um, a pressure inducer because you don't want to seem like this broken individual who's a mess. Yeah. So that's pretty much where I see that, you know, things like that is not allowing you to fully express. Although I don't, <laughs> I'm not telling everybody to put their business on Facebook or anything like that. But I feel like people look like look at social media, they have to live up to this lovable, living, successful lifestyle yeah. where we all know that's not yeah. what's it's not really realistic. Let's yeah. be yeah. real. So yeah, I, that's how I feel pretty much. Yeah. And I, I do like that even when you're going through shit, you do share that. Because it oh, yeah. it's not a lot of people do that. And it yeah. shows that you're human and you know, you're you're allowing other people to, to see that it's not all a facade. You know, like it's Oh yeah. You know, people ex- expect that it's always supposed to be butterflies and rainbows and this unrealistic thing, so they fake yeah. it till they make it, you know, but in reality it's like we do have to feel these things. Yeah. And I feel like that's what keeps us bottled up. Yeah. And I feel like that's like and being bottled up is being passive and being passive aggressive. We all know what the outcome is that. Yeah. We all know that that outcome bubbles into into like a it's similar to like a sis in a way because it just and the growing sis at that so like it just balls up balls up and then it's ready to pop and then yeah. you have this whole issue and this whole mess yeah so that's that's one of the things with society is I feel like social media is like you know a big influence yeah. on some some of society's mental health yes I completely agree. So I wanted just to maybe have a little discussion on your accident that you had in the canyon not too long ago. Again, you've always been very open about things that happen in your life, which I like. I honor you because you. not a lot of people do that. And I don't know if you ever felt weak for doing that, but I think that's very strong and courageous. And yeah, I just wanted to to just see your your perspective on that before that, after that, and if you you know like live life a little bit different since that. But it wasn't an accident at that time. I was not in, I guess mental stability had a lot to do with it. But just being mentally tired and dealing with so much at that time that I can't really explain how it felt beforehand. Yeah. But I can explain how it felt after and I didn't feel any better and it was a lot to process I think for me I still process it I still go through the canyon you know and yeah. you know just for redemption like hey I'm here again but going through that I uh, thought I was really really like ending yeah. who I was and really really taking the easy way out and not realizing that I had a family and I have a whole crew of family who care about me. Um, but I, 
still deal with mental battles and mental obstacles. Yeah. So this is like the same thing. It. I'll be honest. It didn't make me feel any better. Yeah. Um, you know, in the hospital, and I was dealing with all the impact that it done to me. Yeah. And then um, after that. You know, my sister would send me messages, and a lot. Of, I had a lot of love from a lot of people and stuff like that. But I still feel empty. Yeah. I think there's a part of me that feels very empty and very. Um, sometimes I lose myself, but not. I'm not lost. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. So like I, I lose myself, but I'm not lost. But yeah, that incident was a very uh, different time for me. Yeah. Um, I just want to say I'm glad that you are here. I'm glad that you exist. And the fact that you literally made it out alive. God was definitely like, uh, you thought, you know, like. <laughs> Mike, no, yeah, Sammy. You know. You're here for a reason. Get your ass back to Pawnee. Exactly. <laughs> but I totally understand. I mean, life, life is hard, you know. And we, again, we're taught to suppress a lot of what we go through. We're taught not to, to connect to our throat chakra and really utilize it and tell our stories and, yeah. and be storytellers, you know? like. And I think that I feel more like embarrassed, you know, mm-hmm. when it, when I come to talking about that incident because yeah. people are like, oh yeah, you tried to do this and you tried to do that and you have kids, you have this, you have that. I'm like, yeah, I understand what I have. I know I'm wealthy. I know I'm wealthy and... My knowledge. I know I'm wealthy in what I have that surrounds me, and that's not money. Yeah. But I know I'm wealthy in yeah, I can roof over ways. my head. Yeah. I'm wealthy for the shoes I have on my feet. I'm that wealthy, well. yes. And and the knowledge that I have, but it didn't. It's it wasn't about what I have. It was about how I felt yeah. and the depth and and how it drove me to be insane because I feel like I was in, insane and. I, the crazy part about all that that happened, I didn't realize that my whole subconscious was taking over my body. It yeah. wasn't consciously. So when I crashed and stuff like that, I literally thought I was already down in the river. And I thought that, okay, I'm done. Like So I let go of the wheel. That's one of the things I'll always remember is I let go of the wheel. And I just closed my eyes real tight. And I opened my eyes because the car just, like, stopped. Yeah. It, like, stopped, which is weird because <laughs> I thought I was already all the way down. Yeah. And I just remember opening my eyes. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm still fucking here. Yeah. So, like, swung in the back, and my car was, like, off. <laughs> so, I, like, I swung. I went to the back, swung like a monkey on my belt on my seat belt like legit and then they're like somebody i just remember a hand being like can i help you come up get the fuck up yeah come the fuck up get the fuck up like cussing you know like obviously not in a rude way but like get the fuck Uh, up like are you fucking okay shit like that and i'm like and it was odd because you know nobody goes to the canyon at least I don't see very often traffic that's yeah. coming at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Or, you know, and so I guess they were passing through and they saw me. And, like, yeah. we saw your car was on the edge and we did something wasn't right. Yeah. So they got off and they, and they came and they helped me. Thank you for even 
saying that, you know, and sharing your story on that. There's a lot of people who are going through a lot of dark, you know, moments in their life, you know. The subconscious is yeah. a real thing, and sometimes we don't realize that our mind tells us lies, you know, and not everything that is in our head is necessarily true. Um, and I think that comes down to, like, comparison, like, like I said, like, social media, like, yeah. you know, back in the days, like, my, me and my dad had a conversation, and he was like, man, my dad's like, I never hear anybody doing the shit that happens now, and I go, dad, you gotta realize, we have social media, we have new movies, yeah. we have new influences, we have new, we have new things that are coming out that are influencing others. 100%. Back in your day, Pop, you didn't have video games like how we have Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It so, it's like, so normal to see blood yeah. and war and Exactly. And all that. It's so normal. They've normalized seeing that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it's like, Pop, like, you gotta realize that the evolution has been a destruction in yeah. a way. And I know there's still good in the world. And I know there's yeah. still love in this world. Like, people like you, Evelyn, like, being so open, being so genuinely lovable, mm-hmm. and but being showing love to other people and being able to, like, genuinely carry that. Because at Thank heart, you. Evelyn, it's not, it's not often. Thank you. It's very I, different. So. I just feel like, I feel like, yeah, we live... I'm being realistic. Like we live in a very dark world, you. you know. So it's you. we have to we have to show the reflection of light to each other, you know. So in knowing that we're all in this together, we we are all connected in some way yeah. or another. No matter how we look like, you know, what our story is, what our background is, we are all here for a reason. We are all put Amen. on this on this earth for a reason, and it's like time to come together and heal each other. You know, we we've gone through a lot of trauma. Um, We've gone through a lot of hurt, and a lot of it was just kind of, just that it's it was just supposed to be vanished. There was no time for healing, so people are carrying on this ancestral trauma that is not only just ours, but our families and our grandparents and our grandparents' grandparents, and you know, and it's just kind of understanding that I was I was going through depression, and I didn't know how to get out of it. So a lot of it was just kind of going to different circles with a lot of people who were wanting to heal as well. And that really yeah. helped change my life. You know, it it helped me find different ways to be able to sit with my feelings. I went to a yoga class one time. This was my first like um, yoga class that I went as a group. Like I went to a group setting, I went by myself and I just started crying. Like literally, yeah, and I was no. like, oh my gosh, isn't it think I'm crazy? Like you know, we're doing this class and I'm over here like, but it was so medicinal and it was actually trauma-based yoga so it was very intimate and from there meeting people like that just taught me to be able to connect with myself in a very vulnerable mental health way and from there I just you know started receiving all this medicine and this is where I'm at now is being like okay I want to be able to give back to people and help people see the light within themselves you know and help them like really overcome the struggle that we're all going through but being able to to find the light within themselves you know like sometimes we're gonna have darkness around us no matter what but instead of seeking out for that outside light it's looking within and realizing you are the fucking light you know yeah and really honoring that and you're like you're yeah and that's how i feel too like i feel like a lot of people not a lot i feel bad for saying that but like there's some people who like genuinely, you know, and it's like really fucks me up because, and I'll probably be the first one to say this as an artist, it fucks me up when people 
act like fake around mm-hmm. me and like they it's like a subconscious like it's something that they don't realize they're doing yeah but i'll be the first artist to probably sit here and really really talk about that because a lot of artists don't like to talk about those things which is cool you know like but positivity is a lot and i feel it and that's why i feel like i'm alone sometimes yeah so well know that you have people supporting you and i would love to invite you to some of the circles that i'm a part of i know a lot of beautiful people that hold different teachings that helps me you know and um it's about just trying things just trying things you know and figuring out what's for you and what's not like yeah doing a lot of different holistic things helped me realize that simple things really make a beneficial thing in your life breathing being attentive to your breathing and really connecting with your breath is something that usually you would think is like Okay, but it's actually really powerful whenever you sit with yourself, you know, and yeah, really connect really to that. Awesome. Um, I freaking love it. I love it. I love this. Yes, Thank you. Yes. And uh, before we, we close off today's segment, is there anything you would like to say to the world that's listening out there that you would, you know, something that you would like them to know about you that they probably wouldn't know? Or any I'm advice? goofy as yeah. fuck. <laughs> I think that I have a hidden talent to narrate your fucking life. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm very fucking charming. Yeah. Um, and I'm goofy as hell. Like, y'all can come up to me and sell me something, or I don't even care if y'all like, like make fun of me or anything. I start <laughs> laughing shit off. But I think one of the things like about me that people don't know is that I like to eat hot cheetos with sour cream. <laughs> it's not a good combination. I've never tried that. Well, I've tried sour cream with chips, but not with hot Cheetos. Yeah? Yes, it's bomb. Just sour cream? Point. Do you mix it with anything else or just sour just cream? Just sour cream. Interesting. You know what? I'm um, and hot wings store. with sour cream. Hot wings are fire with sour cream. With sour cream? Yes, I love sour cream. I well, hate it. <laughs> I, I've been vegetarian for the past year and a half, but I definitely will fuck up some cauliflower like pizza. Veggies. Oh, all that. Yes, I Even though I do miss wings, though, that's one thing I was sad about letting go. But, you know, I just put some cauliflower or some, you know, Yay. some buffalo sauce and then just add some shit, you know. Evelyn, you have to try the hot Cheetos inside. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do <laughs> no, it. No, but um, on a serious note, like, one thing that people don't know about me is that I'm very, very big-hearted and I am very loving and caring and... Um, I'm very easy to talk to and y'all can talk to me about anything and your problems and I joke a lot but yeah I love everybody and I want to see everybody grow I want to see everybody win yes and um, more importantly I want to see more love in the community yes and you will you're creating it you know and like more more love and like women uniting and stuff like that Girl, you are already doing that. Let them know the date and the time of Dream Me Ha and how they can purchase tickets. Dream Big Me Ha. So yes, highlighting women in music, art, business. We have tons of different artists on display. We have musical artists that's gonna going to be playing. We have vendors on the outside. We have unity. We have just a good vibe. Yeah. And it's at the Tower Restaurant. Who wouldn't want to be in a beautiful I love the place? Tower. Yeah. As a Tower Restaurant. So tickets are fifteen dollars. As much as that meal you pay that for is at a yes. What's it called? Yard house. Yes. No. Yard no house. That's a great. That's a great price. Like that's definitely affordable. 
Yeah, you get so much talent. Yeah. And so many artists, and even if they're upcoming, they're, these are artists that you probably will not get to see at this level and very at a minimal time because I believe in all these women who are part of it. Yes. So, like, shout out to Elise, shout out to Nikki Levon, shout out to Naomi, shout out to Frosty, Esperancita, Gavlin. Shout out to you ladies for being a part of the show. Shout out to my vendors. Shout out to all the artists that are on display. Shelby, Erie Peach. There's so much to name and so many vendors to name. You got HA Studios. We got yes. Evelyn Dominguez as yes. Modern Day Hippie. Yes. Um, I'm just super excited about this event. So and um, Yeah, get your tickets. Their tickets are available at eventbrite.com. $15 pre-sale. $20 at the door. I know a lot of people are probably like, damn, that's $20. That's but not a lot. Not a lot for getting what you are getting. 100% so. agreed. It's definitely it's going to be an energy, energy shift for people. And it's an energy exchange. Like I feel like um, instead of thinking, oh, it's $15, or $15, it's a $15 energy exchange. Because yes. you're definitely, like you said, going to get back that. more than what you're going to pay money in. Like, um, So, yes. And then we do end the session with a closing question. And basically just asking you, um, what point in time of your life did you feel that you were spiritually free? Being able to write my first song. Yes. Being able to be on stage and singing my song. And um, my first song I wrote was Proud. And I'll sing a little bit of it. Yeah. But it's called Proud. But um, I'll sing a little bit of that. Or I think I want to do like a little acapella of what I do. Um, before I got here, uh, there's like something that I wrote that really, really res um, resonates with me. So yeah, but queens, keep your head up. Always know that you are accepted in this universe, regardless on what size, what shape, what shoe size you wear, or what color you do your hair. Everything's accepted because you're being you at your most you. Like that is unique to yourself always remember that and I think that's always something that I need to remember and I've been able to because Stephanie's whole Stephanie's soul is here so it's good yes. like I never really really fucking honed in on like who I am but today's a day bitch yes. <laughs> today's a day yes. but um okay so uh we'll do something I wrote okay if that's okay with you. of course <clears throat> no I can't undo these problems and dirt enough, but I got to solve them. But do you ever feel like you can't get up? Like you ain't enough? I'm suicidal, homie, while the world turns psycho. Parasites disguised as golden guys. The memories and the butterflies, but don't my angel. Come back to me, and I will love you till eternity. Eternity, and that is Stephanie Saul. <laughs> Thank you so much again for being a part of this. It is such an honor, and Thanks again, so you're such a gem. And don't forget. Who the fuck you are? <laughs> yes. To more life. Thank to you. More life. Thank you. Thank you, Evelyn. Thank you so much for allowing me to 
talk my shit and talk my story always and for people to get to know me better and also $15 tickets dream big me July 22nd thank you guys be there or be a square <laughs> if you like today's episode please feel free to give us a follow and share with your loved ones you can find out more about us and future episodes on Facebook and Instagram at Seeking Sovereignty Podcast. I'd like to end today's episode with my own little prayer for all of my fellow seekers. Feel free to say it in your head with me. I pray that the path I walk on leads me to discovering the people and places that explore my divinity and my sacred relationship with Source. I claim my power and spiritual energy as the things that are meant for me will come naturally. I embody love and evolution on my journey to being spiritually free. As above, so below. I remain in constant flow. All my love, everyone. Until next time.